0: Hello everyone, uh, this is the first episode of SBA Central News, where we talk um about SBA from uh, my perspective at least. Um, this week we're probably going to talk more in a general sense about uh, the Jokers and sort of where they stand, you know, with me being on their team and everything. Um, I do want to give a quick shout out though to the SPDL. Uh, the herd is very good team, though they've gone five-five last ten. Um, no, no SP DL team as a recording has gone on a huge run. Um, where are the Hydra, Hydra, you know, they're they're staying strong. Shout out to um, Jeremy Barry for forty-two points. Uh, I think he's averaging a, a trip. No, isn't. A double double. Who's the guy that's averaging? Uh, is it Fr- it's Frobey Bryant, I think. Yeah. Frobey Bryant averaging a triple double in the SB LA, uh, is insane. So, shout out for him. Um, but let's let's go into the SBA because this is what um, the podcast is about. So, right now, as of right now, um, there are two divisions West Division, and East Division. Number, There's really from the joker's perspective there's only one team that i think is scary looking at the stats just it's the ravens i i think the monarchs they've played very well at the um home they've struggled on the road so you know they want to win as much as they want they want to get the highest seed for playoffs because they're doing very well in the home they have not lost a game at home it's like a it's like a, a a top tier college team you know like they always win at home or you know it's like the Seahawks in like 2012 or something. You know always win at home. You know home is scary to play with. Um, The thing is though is they're I guess now the Monarchs are looking to be a little bit better of a team. But right now they're differential. No excuse me it's not the Ravens. It is It is the Monarchs. The Monarchs are the only team that I think are scary. Um, we're, we're about 33 games in or so. Give or take a couple. And when I look at points for and points against, the Ravens, eh, I guess the Ravens, you could still argue are scary because their points for are very high. There's points for is 138. Uh, But their points against is well above 120. And there is only two teams that are below 120, and that's uh, the Jokers and the Monarchs. Jokers has more points for, they have over 130, while the Monarchs actually don't. The Monarchs aren't actually that good of an offensive team. Um, they they rely on their good defense. They've gone on a an 18 win streak. They let's look at the talent that they have specifically. Let's look at the Monarchs because they, they've won 18 in a row. I don't know if if that beat. I think that beats the Joker's record so far this season. But regardless, they've. Gone in eighteen. That means they've had a lot of home games. I think it's yeah, they've had a lot of home games in the last batch. They they start off with a lot of um like weak uh, away games, but now they have like all these easy. Although they, again, they did beat the Joker's away, which I think is you know it's only one game, doesn't really matter, but it's something to consider. So if we look at the monarchs team actually, if we like layer it down, we have really, we have we have five people. We have Ephedos, yeah. See how you pronounce that? Pronounce (laughs) Ephedos. Ephedos, not a word, dude. It's not a word. What is it? Ephedos. it's not a word that is not, there's no video on how to pronounce it, that's for sure I'm gonna say F-Fodos. that's what it looks like fo yeah. Um, he is sort of the star talent he is He's one of the best players in the league 1400 TPE TPE at the uh, start of this at uh, the time of this recording and if we look, he's a power forward. Power forwards tend to be the high scorers. He's always been a good scorer. He's actually technically lower. His peak was thirty-five point three in uh, three seasons, four seasons ago. Um, His guys' rebounds up. He's actually, yeah, I guess you could say that. He he's actually playing worse than previous seasons. I I, I don't know how that's possible. Personally, how is that possible? How do you not get slightly better? Uh, it's weird. Uh, let's look at PR. Maybe uh, this PR is down, <laughs> but he's their star player and they're playing really well, so you can't fault them. Then their second best player is uh, Tyrone Kings. He's returning for his last season. He had the, the chance to go to free agency, he decided not to, and he is happy, I assume, right now, for making that decision to stay. Um, he's actually scoring more. He has, he has about similar rebounds. He has a less this. that's where you see, uh, he really falls. And his turnovers remain the same, so it's not something you really like to see. Um, and his steals are high, but, and his PR is lower, but not by a lot. That's the thing, that's not by a lot third player that is the best player is their center, and it's Hoplin, yeah, um, and he, it's not, they, these, this team is very old, they they have to win this season, I want it, uh, Efados, 8th season, Tyrone King 9th season, he's retiring after this, Hoplin, 8th season, he may or may not retire, his TP is pretty low for an 8th season vet, I'm pretty sure, I'm like 30 off of him, and I'm in my 5th season, so I assume he retires. Uh, and even if he doesn't retire, he's not going to be very good. And then you have Miles Miles Lefebvre. Um, I understand a common theme with this team is that they have players you can't pronounce their names. Um, Miles is also in his ninth season. And let's see. Let me check his stats out real quick. Eh, he's not doing too shabby. He has a lot of assists. His assists actually went up rebounding has sort of went up. Not really, though. But his assists have gone up, so that's going to be nice for him. That's really his last season. You also have... I think the talent that you you look forward to is the hero Ta- Tahima, who is in his fifth season uh, similar TP to, TPE to me, 1,550. Uh, um, I don't know if he wants to stay, though. He might just dip. <laughs> Like, I don't see there's a reason for him staying. Um, yeah. He has a lot of assists. This is a very assist-heavy team. If we look at... Team leaders for assist They're actually 12. But they have a lot of players that, are like... Oh, I think the problem is they have a lot of players that ball hog. That want to get their assist numbers up. And they do. But... <laughs> They're actually 12th in assists. The other team that I think um, that the Jokers will have a hard time with is the Ravens. <sighs> if we look at the Ravens, they're 29-5. They actually struggled a bit, but they've kind of recovered and are looking pretty strong. If we look at their roster, it's a similar thing. They have someone really, really, really good in his season, Roy Johnson. Um, next season, unless they bring in somebody, they're going to lose Isaiah Green. Roy Johnson will still be there, um, and they're still going to be a good team. But like, with Isaiah Johnson, they're going to need a free agent, pretty much. Is what I'm trying to say, um, because they don't, they at least to be this type of caliber of a of a team, um, and a lot of people were there last season. As well, um, I'm not going to really go in depth. They have Sharp, who used to be on my team, San Diego. He's looking really good, just TP-wise. He's gonna be a top. He's gonna to be a top uh, player. He's gonna be about fourteen hundred by next season. Like they're gonna see these guys really, you know, become something. Russia uh, Rider, uh, another one, similar TP area. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the. That's the only thing. They they only. Right, really, gonna be severely kicked in the butt. Um, so they're still going to have... They're going to have, like, three decent players. Really decent players. But they're going to have to pick up free agents or, or... I don't know what their draft situation is, but... But let's look at the Jokers. Because I don't think anyone has really observed the Jokers. I don't think anyone has, like... I'm going to do an in-depth dive on what the, what makes the Jokers seem so good. And the problem is, is their depth. I've been... Maybe I haven't been... Like, I haven't looked... Like I haven't been like hey guys this could work but I, since the season started I've sort of started you know thinking oh, yeah maybe having a good depth is better than just having three all-stars I mean both clearly work because we see these 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 teams Ravens Monarchs with these just really really good players but zero depth and the reason why those teams consistently lose to the Jokers is because they don't have the depth and so, if you get unlucky follow-wise, or you like, you know, you say, Oh, I scored 30 points instead of 40. But then my bench scores 0 points, and my, our bench scores 10 points. So it makes up for that, and then it's very close matchups. Leader of the team is Jordan Kabaka, well, at least TPE-wise. Uh, you could argue that the, the true leader is Christopher Young, and he doesn't even have a 1,000 TPE. But, we, you know, we've seen this in other players, you know, they peak early on in their career at least in statistical fashion but this team is very young now i don't know how they're going to be able to afford this team going forward and the chances that they won't they won't but danger Golding, may may add uh his rookie is coming the following season so if we you know, whatever whatever we make a playoff spa- splash or not doesn't matter next season i assume the cap goes up maybe 1 million i don't know how the cap works but if it if it went down or stayed the same, chances are it's going to go up. Just with expansion teams and all, I don't know how that works. So it may stay the same, it may even go down. But if it stays the same, and uh, to be fair, Mark is on his last season. He's eight hundred TP, and he's on a veteran contract. But that's that's you know three million right there. They'll be able to pay for everyone plus the rookie. And you're going to see a very similar team with the you know the exception that they're going to have higher TP. maybe not overall like average wise but like they their the four core members or five core members even you're going to see sort of that yeah i think we've seen it this season where you have players like young going out of control and he's at 900 TP. you know he gets to a uh, 1,100 area is when you sort of see guys reach their, like, it's when they be, start to become good. And Jordan Kabarkaba has reached that, and now you're going to see him sort of blossom as a player because he's, he's been a real anchor for this team defensively, Um, having almost 100 defensive rating. Uh, if we look at his individual stats, he's he is, he, I, he recently in a game recently he averaged a triple double. He was t- I think he was like two assists away from a quad double. <laughs> um, he he got the triple double the hard way. He's so he's such a hustler in defense, and I think that's what the team loves about him. He, his blocks have always been a problem. He's always been focusing on blocks, and San Diego would always just kind of like say eh, it wasn't a big focus for them. He goes walks into the Jokers um, locker room and the coach like, we're going to give you blocks, we're going to give you steals, we're going to get you rebounds, and we're going to give you the ball to score a little bit more. He's been around a 12 to 15 point range, which is fine for a defensive star, but now he's averaging near 20 while averaging the highest defensive stats in his career. He's shooting threes, he's shooting free throws more accurately, he's, sh- he's just shooting more accurately in general. Um, If not this season being his peak, it's going to be next season. Or perhaps it's going to be his eighth season. Because maybe... I don't know how defensive stars work in this game. Do they generally peak their last season? Because a lot of these guys, you know, they will show up around their fourth, fifth season. And then eighth season is just, like, top of the barrel. But for a defensive guy, maybe it's, like, not just top of the barrel. It's, like, top of another barrel. That makes sense. Um... He's just a really stud. Like he's he. If we look at these league leaders, rebounds is number two right now. Although that you know the fact, as long as he averages ten, I think they're fine. Even if he doesn't average ten, if he averages high nines, they're fine. It's it's actually kind of funny. There's actually a drop off from ten to nine. There's only three guys there in the nine range. There's just Harklewood with just nine. Zahek With uh, 9.3 And Millwall With 9.4 And then Then it's just 10 or above And it's Her- Hoyle, Johnson Kabarkaba And Chen um, And uh, Flux Chen Honestly I don't I don't care About Chen He seems like A bitch I'm Just kidding But he, you know He's on Mexico So like uh, yeah, Anyone Rebounds on that Fucking team um, Plus For six ten Dude he doesn't Know how to block Which I think is Just crazy um, so he's second rebound we go to blocks he's fifth four point3 this is the highest blocks per game average per season I guess in in his career obviously you're not gonna battle with mcMahon with six six a game but he four point3 is I think for a six foot eight dude is insane and even steals wise he's, he's he's not on the list he's not top 25 or anything but he's averaging above two which I think you would just, you'd love to see. Um, field goal percentage wise he is 25th in the league that that tends to vary well but he averages high 50s and I think that's what's important um, and then to follow that up you have Matt Damon now these are all guys are in the same draft the next three guys are in the same draft class as Jordan Caparcova all in season 42 this shows you how good season 42 is you have Matt Damon who I, I always knew like, I recognize him, obviously. You know, it's Mad Damon, he was in my, he played college or whatever. Played college with him. <sighs> he is pretty good. He is an all-around player. He is as an assist, he's a passer, and he's really good at um, stealing. So his uh, his turnovers have actually been a career low as well with 2.4, he's really good, picked up the handling. And he's, he's averaging eight and a half assists, on two and a half turnovers. His assist to turnover rate is, is three and two thirds, which is one and two thirds more than last season. His steals are about the same, his blocks are about the same, that's not important though. His, his, his efficiency has essentially gone up uh, in terms of free throws and field goal percentage in general. His points have gone up on less minutes. He's playing less minutes. Last season he played 37 minutes. This season he's playing 34. He's, he's averaging higher stats and everything. His PER is obviously through the roofs near 22 from last season, 18. So that's a 4 PER increase in just one season. Matt Damon, like we said, his 5th season is when these guys start to become really, really good. And this is him becoming really, really good. Next next on the TPE list is Elijah Kamaski. Who is a very similar player actually he is averaging a double double again on less minutes although not as much um he's averaging he he does i wish he could work on his handling a bit more he averages averages three and a half turnovers but for a man that is the offensive superstar who makes all the plays he is doing that with 10 and a half assists with 21 points to follow it up 2.2 steals you know we we said this about monarch you know they have guys that are ball hogging and they pass it and they get their assist numbers but this team they're getting their assist numbers because a they're good passers very similar to monarch but they're playing more as a team unit um i think that's what a lot of people think oh it's overrated they're playing as a team they don't really have a star but if you look at their stats they're all pretty they're like 80 percent of a star and these team, these other top teams they have like three good players if you have five Eighty percent. I do the math. That's, you know, forty percent. So that's like that's like saying you have four great guys. Um. Which is one more than three great guys. So, his field, his percent, his efficiency, field goal wise, has gone a little bit down, but nothing to be scared of. Um, because you know the team makeup has changed, and then you have. Um, sort of these up and comers that you're gonna you're gonna start seeing in the following seasons the effective. Of you because of you have young um he's only 900 um tpe but he's scoring 31 points a game obviously his minutes have increased by 10 so maybe it's not the biggest surprise but he is a uh, most improved uh, player contention is in there um just because he's his everything has gone up even with the minutes everything has gone up and he's on a winning team it's really only points if we're going to super analyze although rebounding has gone up by one um his, his personal fouls actually have gone way down uh despite playing 10 more minutes his personal fouls per game gone down by one which is probably why this team is so good because this guy is the consistent scorer of the team and he is not following up he is not a, a fouler. he doesn't play dirty nor does he he's also very smart so he doesn't follow on like stump fouls or no he's avoiding that his pr has actually gone down but that's just more due to minutes but i think the impact is obviously there and maybe not this season it says he's fifth season on no no it's his fifth season so maybe next season or the season after that is when you're going to see him make that jump in pr but to be fair his last season pr was like 22 so it's hard, it's 23 last season, it's 23. So this, he's still getting 20 PR, which is, I think 20 is like star level in the league. So I think that's pretty important. And then sort of our final guy is Manslapper. Although I would like to make a special shout out to Mark Denary Plandot, Plandio, um, who is in his last season. He's always sort of been a bench player and he continues to be one, but he's a really good bench player. Um, poor, poor Milwaukee dude. But he—he, uh, he, you know, he's obviously playing a bench role, but he's playing a very good bench role. And this is sort of the player you want to fill in when either of your guards go to the bench, um, because you can rely on your big men to stay in the game despite their high foul percentage or numbers. That, that you can—you can trust them to stay in the game. So obviously that's the makeup of the team. Uh man slapper. Who I think a lot of people are hyping a lot of people are hyping. This guy is also averaging near 10 rebounds a game. He's actually this is a passer. Um and he blocks he steals. He's very similar to, you know, Jordan Kabarkaba with a little bit more uh scoring early on in his career as come uh, maybe a little less uh, athleticism. But regardless he has a similar makeup. It's only his third season. I think if you keep this duo of Kabarkaba K- and Mansliver, you're gonna see a, you're gonna see one of the best big men duels of all time without sort of having that financial investment. You're gonna have a very good financial investment in these two guys f- for best duo financially wise and statistically and impact wise. So like I said previously, if we look at the playoff standings, the-, the Joker's don't get a lot of credit because they don't really have the star player. And they have lost games to teams they probably shouldn't have lost, but I'm pretty sure every team goes through that at least once a season. Um, Again, there's only three teams that I am considered scared of if we go into the playoffs right now. Um, And it's the Monarchs and the Ravens. Uh, I'm not scared of the Rampage, even though they're technically fourth. Um, They're supposed to be really, really good. But they've never actually taken that next step. And so I don't believe they're going to take that next step going into this playoff season. Although I do wish them the best of luck in doing that. Um, and then you, you have teams like the VICE, the Bullets, the Vibers. They're all in the sort of same boat where like they have a lot of losses. But they're still very scary teams. Also, um, the Ironmen, I'm surprised they're not doing as well. They have. I, I have never seen a team that was like... Like that, like they have zero depth, (laughs) but like they're starting four. Maybe they don't gel together well, but I mean it's, maybe that's a GM fault, but at the end of the day, like they're really like on paper, they're really talented. I'm surprised they're struggling uh, this much. Uh, Okay, finally. I, if we're looking at, um, Jordan Kabarkaba on a player-specific lens, he was originally going to the AVA, 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 AVA tours, uh, which are 17 and 15, which is probably the best. Obviously, I'm not going to say they're the best expansion team, but for the era that they're in, this is pretty good. <laughs> um, I like these game paid. Um, and you're going to see that Dean Sampi, who is his rookie, or second year, sorry. And he's really talented, but he unfortunately had to be traded. Um, so I guess my final thoughts is that I think a lot of people think the Jokers are um, overrated. Or, yeah, overrated. I think that is the opposite. I think the- we're going to see Danger get General Manager of the Year. We're going to see... The Jokers make the playoffs. I think. Am I a little worried that we're not going to be number one going to the playoffs as as Jordan Kabarkba? Yes, but at the end of the day, we make playoffs, and I'm proud because this is the first time I make playoffs. So as long as I make the playoffs, I cannot complain about what happens then. It would be nice to win a ring. It would be really nice to win a ring, but it's very hard to do. Um, it's very hard to do. It's very very hard to do. If not this season, no. But I'm very hopeful of the future of Las Vegas. Uh, as per trade agreement, I'm staying an extra season, so into my six, and then you know coming seventh, eighth, which is really sort of my two seasons I have to be the star of the league. Although in you know the season forty-two class, maybe not the case. But uh, chances are I should resign back then too. So that has been the SBA Central News. This week, we've talked about the Joker and, and their top, not Joker, the Jokers. And their sort of how their team is laid out, who's on their team, who's talented, what they do. Um, and then you also have, I'd like to again mention that Danger Golding's rookie, who is, I think, the number one TP in the class, which eight. He He's going to be on the team next season to sort of replace that mark. Darren Plandoit, and I think you're going to see him around maybe like 600 TP right now. That's 200 TP difference, but if you consider all the TP that the rest of the team is going to be gaining, I think it averages out and evens out, um, and so you're going to see a really solid team regardless. And then we also talked about sort of who I think could potentially beat the Joker's in like if, if in like a potential theoretical finals best of one game. Um, and that was Ravens, Monarchs, we went over their teams as well. I mean, that has been it. Um, I will do some shoutouts now because I have three minutes left to really hammer it down. Um, like to give a shout out to everyone that was on San Diego, not Benson, but like everyone else that had to go through that. Um, Matt Thomas, uh, Congo, who is still going through it. Um, Isaac a- Allen Richmond or whatever his other name is, um, and then Shinna Sharp. Although he kind of is a B because he left, hey, but he was smart. He was smart. He knew the situation was not going to work out, um, but he probably should have told the rest of the team. <laughs> I would have liked to got out sooner. Just seeing the difference between that team and then the Joker's, which I don't even consider that good of a team. If you look at the PE index, they don't look like a good team, but they're they're making it work where San Diego could have made it work, but they just in, incompetence, you know. If we do look at active SBDL players, though, right now, oh, Deja's actually fourth. What the frick? He was first, but then you have triards like Hockey, who the, the, these guys, like, they just live in the SBDL, SBDL, I've seen hockey recreate like six different times. I don't know why. <laughs> um, he was originally a Dominican. Dominic. Dominic. Yeah, Dominican. Uh, Pippin. And so now he is. Clyde (laughs) Gervin. This man just combining legends names together. (laughs) What the hell is Clyde? NBA. Clyde Drexler. I assume. His name was Clyde. Clyde Clyde Drexler. Clyde (laughs) Gervin. Hockey man. He's funny, dude. You have Xavier May Jones. or Xavier Jones May. I don't know how that format works. Abaddon. Also, on the Hydra, that's fucking sick. Wow. Hydra has a lot of good players. What the fuck? Anyway, I gotta get going. See you later, everyone. See you.